Last Saturday morning, at least where my brother and dad and I were hunting up in Door County, the winds were blowing very, very strongly. And my deer stand is this plastic box of sorts on four you know, wooden legs. And at times I thought perhaps the whole thing was just going to blow right over, me included. Yet I knew that my dad and my godfather had been responsible for installing it into the ground. And I knew that they were trustworthy. And they even put this ratchet strap um, connected to a screw in the ground to really help it to stay, to stabilize it, you know, to attach it to that firm ground. So I figured I'm probably okay. And when I was in that deer stand, I was pondering over these readings for this weekend, and there's one word that really stuck out to me, that the Lord was really drawing me to, and it's this word, established. And it comes from the first reading when Isaiah writes, In the days to come, the mountain of the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain and raised above the hills. Now, this idea of a mountain being important was, was a prominent thing. They, they thought the higher the mountain it was kind of this pagan belief. You think of the Greek myths and all this. The higher the mountain, the more important it was in terms of, you know, God's divine plan. And the thing is, though, the, where the temple was in Jerusalem, you know, the, the Lord's mountain it was not that tall. The Mount of Olives is much bigger. Yet for God to say, I will establish the Lord's house shall be established as the highest mountain. All nations shall stream towards it. Means that he himself will establish that city in holiness. And this idea of the the deer stand being held firmly to the ground really is what that established means. It means to stabilize, to stay, to make firm. To make one more wordy connection, that is also what the word amen indicates. When we pray the word amen, we do it so, so often. Um, When I was in the Holy Land, our tour guide, who is Jewish, taught us that really in the Hebrew, amen means um, to be placed firmly, you know, in firm ground, okay? To stand on firm ground really upon a trustworthy ground. So when we say amen, especially throughout the Mass and right after the consecration, that great amen, we're saying that we stand upon a trustworthy ground that God the Father himself has established. I think this is really a common desire. We want to have this, this sort of stability, especially in regards to that which is beyond us in regards to our faith. Now, what does it mean to have a firm faith? Now, the second reading in Gospel today both focus on this idea of being awake, to awake from sleep, as in the second reading. Or Jesus says, stay awake. You do not know the hour when the Lord is coming. This idea of attentiveness 
focus is really a theme that we focus on during the Advent season. Now, back to the deer hunting, to get a deer, you need to be awake, right? You need to be alert, focused, undistracted. For me, there is more than one moment where I felt my eyelids, you know, getting really heavy, and I thought, what if I just take a little nap? Nobody will know. I might miss a deer go by, but, you know, a nice nap sounds really good. There's also more than one moment where I, I wanted to get some good reading in or, or check this or that app on my phone, check the email, whatever it was. What if I just take this moment? You know, there's no way a deer is going to go by. It didn't come by for the last eight hours. I'll look back up pretty soon. But because of those moments, there was also more than one moment where a deer appeared without me seeing it coming. Oh, where'd that come from? I think it's sort of like the people Jesus described in, his, in, his, in the gospel, right? Two men out in the field, one will be taken, one will not. Two women working the mill, one will be taken, one will not. You know, the master of the house um, knew that the thief was coming and he chose to take a nap. Um, the ark, the people knew that Noah was saying, the flood's coming and he's building this ark, God told them, but... Let's just continue on in our ways. There's this transformation that God is calling us to during Advent and each and every day, that God is giving everything he has for our, to convert our hearts toward him. And this aspect of attentiveness to God is a very good one to pay attention to. So on the one hand, yes, during Advent, we practice for the second coming of Jesus. And if one were to live life with that constant expectation that Jesus could come at any moment, that would be pretty transformational in itself. Yet, Christ does come to us in many, many ways in the here and now. It might be a sudden moment of inspiration some draw to a holy thing, maybe a grace to change one's minds about something that our heart is hardened about, maybe the joy of a good meal, a deep conversation, maybe a sense of peace or wonder and awe. Maybe it's that presence of the newly installed Christmas tree drawing our hearts and minds to Jesus. During the Mass itself, as we gather here today, Christ does come to us in Scripture, especially as we stand for the words of the Gospel and hear the word proclaimed from the Old Testament. He comes to us most especially in the Holy Eucharist, right? Therefore, during Advent, we're going to be doing a few things to help us with this whole idea of staying awake, attentiveness attentiveness to God's presence in our life and during the Mass. For example, we're going to be, um, for Advent, using the consecration bells at a few points during the Eucharistic prayer. The other churches in Ashkash have also been doing this, but it's at three different moments. first one is when the priest calls down the Holy Spirit upon the gifts, the bread and wine. It's the Holy Spirit who makes Jesus present, just like 
with the Annunciation and with Mary having the Holy Spirit come upon her. These bells give glory to God, but it also helps us with that attentiveness. It says, hey, stay awake, pay attention. This is important. Jesus is coming. And then after the consecration at each of the elevations of the host and of the chalice, the bells get rung three times. It means Jesus is here on the altar. And Jesus is about to come to us in Holy Communion. It's three rings because the Eucharist is most holy. In the Old Testament, especially the superlative, the, you know, the most holy was um, said three times. You know, holy, 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 we sing, Lord God of hosts. So we're going to do that. And also after the homily, we're taking a few extra moments of silence just to let God's word and the whole liturgy of the word sink into our hearts before we stand and profess our faith. And here's the last thing about hunting. So after many hours of hunting, I thought, you know, if, if I don't get a deer and I spend hours and hours in the deer stand, but I come back holier, meaning with a greater trust in Jesus or with a deeper prayer life or detachment from the world, anything like that, if I don't get a deer but come back holier, that would be good. I could be good with that. Now, I'm very glad the Lord provided me a doe and a buck, two deer, but that realization was pretty important. It was a gift that God gave in prayer. And so that led me to spend a little more time in prayer as I hunted. It was along with this realization that the Lord wants to establish me more firmly in faith. And he wants that for each one of us, to establish us in faith. How might God be inviting you to let him establish your faith more firmly this Advent? Advent can be a crazy time, right? And it's one of my favorite seasons, especially the Christmas season. But in the preparations for Christmas and all the great things that come with it, if Advent were to pass, kind of like I'm saying, if I wouldn't have gotten a deer, if Advent passes and I'm no closer to Jesus than when it started, if I'm no, ready, no more ready to recognize his presence in my life, then something was amiss. So take a moment today in addition to the four Sundays of Advent and then Easter Sun, uh, Christmas Sunday, sorry, in addition to the things we're doing here with the liturgy, what might God be inviting you to do as some spiritual practice that he might work in your life to establish that firmness of faith, that, attend that attentiveness to God's word and presence in your life? It's with Jesus and the Spirit that the Father desires most greatly to establish that faith. Amen.